Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Eileen Gaffin, your host for Reputation and Influence. We're a show that explores how women in business built their reputation, resilience, and resources to become influential leaders. We've got a great topic for you today. It's building a successful and enduring TV and film career. We always call our guests leading ladies. Today, we truly have a leading lady, Kate Linder. She stars on daytime television's highest-rated drama, The Young and the Restless, as the beloved Esther. You can find her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And most importantly, you will learn how this shining star has a heart of gold with the many charitable causes that she supports. It's my pleasure to welcome Kate Linder. Hi, Eileen. Hi. Hi, Kate. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, we, I'm so happy you included me. Let, yes, great. we've talked to women in so many different industries, and I've got to say, a career in the entertainment field, it's not an easy path for most people. And so I'm very curious, how did you choose acting and performing as a profession? Well, it's all I ever wanted to be. I I never wanted to be anything that whatever little girls want to be, you know, uh, what do they want to be? I didn't want to be a nurse. I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't want to be a mother. I didn't want to be, uh, I didn't want to be anything uh, but an actress. And um, that's all I wanted to do and all I wanted to be. I knew from, like, whatever age you know when you're a little girl and ask, you know, what what am I going to be when I grow up? I knew that. My poor parents, um, though they were extremely, you know, um, uh, they were were, were definitely, um, you know, supportive and everything. But uh-huh. they but they didn't have a clue of what what to do. So you know, uh, did you discover it in uh, you know performances and things like that in elementary school or junior high or? Well, I mean, yeah, I did plays, I did plays, uh, and everything, and uh, in junior high, and uh, and and knew that that's what I wanted to do, and uh, so, and my parents, like I said, they were extremely supportive, but but also they they knew it was a really rough business, and they figured I would just have to <laughs> figure it out myself. Yeah. But there was no one in my family that was uh-huh. in the business. So, you know, I didn't really have anyone I could call on for that, you know, so, either. So what did you do? How did you figure it out when you got as you got older? Well, I just, I, I, well, I, I, you know, went to college. I got my degree in theater. And, um, and then, you know, I figured, okay, I've graduated and now I'm, I'm ready. But then, you know, so I, 
come back to L.A. and, you know, well, now what? So I went, well, this isn't working. So I, I figured out that I uh, – so I started – going to class and and you know in the beginning i thought what do i need class for i have a degree in theater but but that's mm-hmm. not the case i mean i still go to class now you know it's it's you have to uh keep up you know what you've um you know you just have to keep keep it all up and and keep going so so through class you know i was able to um to to meet different people and and things but at the, the show was really interesting because I went in on a general interview and uh, with the casting director, who at the time was Tom Palmer, and uh, I went in there. I took a tape, you know, left him a tape of my work. Went home and thought, you know, the, oh gosh, is this ever going to happen? And um, then his assistant called. Jill, she was Jill Newton at the time, and she said, "Well, Tom is finished with your tape. You can you can pick it pick it up." And I said, already? And she said, I know, it's pretty weird, but he usually doesn't do this book. But when you uh, left, he went right in and looked at him. So I said, okay, well, I I didn't live really near there at the time. So I said, okay, I'll be down in a couple days and pick it up. Well, a couple days later, he called me. And he said, (laughs) I have this role. And he said, it's really, really small. And if you blink, you're going to miss it. And he said, I don't know how you feel about doing that, because usually if you take a small role like that, that's it for you. You can never be anything else. So, on the but show, I'm looking, on, on The Young and the Restless. Yes, on The Young and mm-hmm. the Restless. Okay. So, uh, so he said, but I'm looking for something else for you, which I thought was, wow, you know, because that, that, that usually doesn't happen. But I mm-hmm. said, no, no, I, I'll do that. And here we are in April, April 8th, will be my 40th anniversary on the show so oh my god! i was only supposed to be on for one day that's all i was hired for <laughs> and tell our listeners about your part of esther like what, what it what it started out as and what it became well yeah i mean I, the, 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 what it started out as which was it had to be great acting because it was something that my family never heard my first line which was dinner is served so they never heard that <laughs> so I'm sure I was brilliant. Um, and uh, actually, she became, uh, you know, definitely the, she was the comic relief. And, and, the, and how that happened, especially in daytime and at that time, there, was, there, was, there wasn't comedy. I mean, you, you, there just wasn't mm-hmm. anything like that. And, yeah. but, but what happened was I didn't have very many lines, so I had to, every time like a man, I decided to make her man, crazy man hungry so every time the doorbell rang and i answered the door because because esther was the maid to the richest woman in town mrs chancellor and so and whoever it was whether it was the star of the show or the plumber you know it didn't matter i would just go gaga kind of thing and uh <laughs> and so i just do these things like one day it said um uh, in the script esther goes out and gets the mail so i went out and got the mail and held it, look around, make sure no one's looking, held it up to the light, look around again, and then I put it in my pocket and walked in. Well, that wasn't in the script. So, you know, and they never mentioned it, but it was just things like that. Or another and, day. And we, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say another day um, I asked, you know, <laughs> the, the prop guys, I said, listen, can you give me a spoon with, like, 
melted chocolate on it, and they're looking at me like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, okay. So, so the doorbell rings. I go to the door. I'm trying to open it. I have this spoon with chocolate all over it, you know, trying to not get it on myself, on the door. You know, things like that. And I would yeah. always do it during blocking, which means, you know, they, they block what we're going to do for the camera. So I would always show them what I was going to do. I would prize them, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh, no, I was going to say, we all know in daytime drama, there's a lot of close-ups. So if you were using your face for comedy and yeah. drama, you know, that's yeah. really, I can see how that'd be really effective, you yeah. know, in your role. Well, this year is 39 years. You mentioned April. Next year is 40 years at YNR. I yep. imagine you've learned a lot of lessons along the way. And have you shared those with others over the years as you navigated your career? Or what lessons have you learned that you can share with us? Well, my whole thing is, and I've started, it's afforded me the opportunity to give back. And and I've been really honored to do that. So I'm celebrity spokesperson for the ALS Association. And uh, I do a lot for March of Dimes. I'm, I'm ambassador to their conductive ed program in Canada. And and so I I'm so honored that that I'm able to do that. And and I I've watched a lot of people come and go in this business, a lot of people come and go even on my show. And mm-hmm. I think the main thing is, you know, I never take it for granted. Uh you know, I always go, God, I could go upstairs and never come down again. So, you know, I yeah. I've never yeah. I just always, you know, work really hard. I I love what I do, so that's one thing. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I don't have to press the snooze alarm, you know, in the morning because mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to get up and and go do what I do. And like you know, because one day I'm I'm talking to you, you know, the next day I'm on the set. I mean, and I'm doing stuff and helping people, and and so I th- I think the main thing is just to I well see the whole deal is. I treat it as a business. It's called show business. It's the business of show. And you have to uh-huh. treat it as such. So uh, that's what I do. I, I still go to class, like I said, on my acting class, dance, voice, and, and keep keep it all up and and never take it for granted. I, that's, why, that's why I had you on the show today, because <laughs> I think people look at, celebrities and the entertainment field as um, just a big star, a big shining star, um, and they don't look at it necessarily from the outside as a business. And we do talk to businesswomen on this show. That's what we're all about. And you have emphasized continuing education and growing and, you know, being there for other people. It's really – has that helped you as you – uh, performed in films as well because you've done television, films, theater. Right. In fact, I just um, finished a film. Uh, this is strange because before the p- pandemic, I had uh, I'm doing this film called Shriver with Kate Hudson and Michael Shannon and Don Johnson, and I have one day left on the film. Mm. And then I ran into <laughs> I ran into some of the crew in the bank, and they said to me, "Oh, Kate." We're going for coffee tomorrow. You know, what do you want? I said, really? They go, yeah. I said, okay. So I gave them my order, and I never saw them again because that night everything shut down. Um, oh, that night everything shut down. Yeah. Oh. 
But we did finally finish the film. We finished it, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. So hopefully that will be out soon. It's called Shriver. So oh, that sounds like a good yeah. one. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> and you never got your coffee order. I never got my coffee. And when I did go back, you know, when we did finish the film, I never saw those guys again. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but you know. Um, have you worked with the same management over the years to be able to work in television and film and all the different, you know, opportunities that come your way? What, what do you mean? You say, like, you know, meaning and... is how important is that, you know, uh, in the entertainment field, you know, to have a good manager or agent or whoever well, it is that's, you know, booking these things for you? Uh, it's extremely important. Now, uh, one thing is I'm extremely loyal. So I've been with every, like my publicist, I've been with her for over, well, almost 40 years, so probably 35 mm-hmm. years I've been with her. You know, my manager um, used to be my agent in the beginning, uh, and actually she was the one that got my first contract on the show. And so I'm still with her, and she's my manager now. So it, it's just, I think, you know, loyalty to me is is extremely important. And so I've been with my whole team for for over 30 years all of them and that's so, wonderful do you have yeah. advice for um, people that are newer to the business and how you go about doing something like that and finding finding good representation um i i i'm, I'm sorry say that again what? what oh i didn't know if you know for those listening who may be newer to the entertainment field and and acting if if you have any advice for finding good representation um, well i think it's uh you know it's a good thing to just talk to other people and that's why being in class is a good thing because you can mm-hmm. talk to people and see who their representatives are and it, you know what they suggest and uh and you know i also you know sometimes if sometimes there might be someone that's not doesn't really work out for you yeah. and then you, you know, have to say, well, okay, this didn't work, but the next one will. Or, and you mm-hmm. just have to, uh, you know, see how it goes. It's a, it's a trial and error on both parts because, you know, maybe your your representatives, they might not be working out for them. But you have to remember too that they're working for you. <laughs> you know, people yeah. forget that. You know, you pay them. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but it's a whole, I consider it my team, and like I said, it's show business. It's a business. And if yeah. you treat it as such, then that that's how it needs to be treated, you know. Well, Kate, we're learning so much from you. We're going to hold on with us. We're going to take a quick commercial break okay. um, to recognize our sponsors. Okay. Women Lead Radio was brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners. And now, Eileen, back to your show. Thank you. 
With us today is television and film actor Kate Linder, and we've heard her um, stories about Young and the Restless, um, her 39 years in the role of Esther, soon to be 40 years, which uh-huh. is amazing, and so many films and other things that you are involved in. But for those, and I know your your fans know this already, but for the for those who may not know your entire career story, you are a flight attendant with United Airlines. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Talk yeah. about that and how you've maintained two careers. Well, um, it, that's, you know, just, uh, it, I started out actually as a flight attendant. I needed a job that would um, that would keep me going, but what would allow me, you know, you know, flexibility and, and time off so that I could pursue my career. So that's how that started. And, and then I just, thought, well, if I can do them both and do them both well, then I, I will. Well, in the beginning, I didn't let anyone know, <laughs> acting-wise, that <laughs> I was a flight attendant because I was so afraid they wouldn't take me seriously. And mm-hmm. I kept it a secret uh, for a while. And then one day I was doing another <laughs> – I was uh, actually working. I was on, I went to was going to Denver and back – and um, but they were deadheading me back, which means you know they were bringing me from point A to point B. So I was, you know, I wasn't really working. So I was in regular clothes, and I was upstairs on the 47, and I was boarding, and I'm sitting there, and who do I see come up the stairs? Jeannie Cooper, who played plays my <gasps> boss, played my boss, and where is her seat? Oh my God, her seat is right next to mine. So I, <laughs> I'm going, oh no. So I go, hey, and she goes, oh my God. What are you doing here? Are you were you doing a personal appearance? Or what were you doing? And I couldn't lie to her, so I said, "Well, I have something to tell you." And um, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, but you please, you cannot tell anybody. And she said, mm-hmm. "Okay, okay." So I told her the story, and she thought it was great. But I don't know how she did it. But by the time we got home, back back, everyone knew. But um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But it was all right because at the, that point, you know, I'd been there a while and they thought it was great. They, because I'm the only soap star, you know, flight attendant in the uh-huh. entire world. So, because who else would be that nuts to do that? So, like, anyway. You must have so many stories about like people recognizing you and, you know, um, it's it's just you know, it's it's just. It's just great. I, I I so enjoy it. I I so enjoy being able to give back. I I've been doing these. Um, it's interesting. These Sunday messages. They're um, they're. I keep them under a minute. I started them when we first shut down. So this last Sunday was number uh, seventy five. So wow. I've done it for seventy five Sundays without missing a week. And and uh, I just kept them really up and positive and and there are people just all over the world and thousands of people are are listening to them and weighing in and and it makes me feel so good that I'm able to help someone or to give back and so uh you know it's just been I'm I'm very 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 fortunate and uh and honored I'm honored to be 
I'm the number one show. I'm honored to be part of it. I'm honored to be things I do, like, you know, celebrity spokesperson for ALS and association. Yeah, we can talk about that now if you'd like, because I know you've got a walk coming up. Yeah, I do, and that's for the Golden West chapter. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's uh, – they're they're fabulous. I do lots of stuff for them, and uh, that's coming up. So there's a whole thing that you can donate. Because it's going to be virtual, as everything is right now. Oh, okay. Um, and like I do three teas uh, a year for March of Dimes. I do one in Canada, one at well, three. They're all in Canada. One in Toronto, Calgary, and Vancouver. And uh, we, you know, we haven't been able to do them. So I did one virtually, and we did really well. But um, we raised about fifteen thousand with which I thought was really mm-hmm. good for virtual, but but mm-hmm. I can't wait until, you know, the time that we're all together and can do that again. So I look forward oh, yeah. to, to that again. And, of course, I mean, the walk is, you know, it's the walk to defeat ALS. And ALS is just a horrific disease. I mean, you are, your mind works perfectly well, but you're, you're trapped in your own body. And uh, yeah. it's horrific. And you, you have personal reasons for being involved in the ALS. Right. My brother-in-law uh, had ALS, and, uh, you know, I uh, so that's how I got involved because I thought, this, this is absurd. I have to do something here. And then even though he uh, has since passed away, I, I said, no, I am in here for the long haul and the long run until we find a cure. Because I know there is one out there. I mean, we can do all mm-hmm. these crazy things and get through pandemics and everything else. Yeah. We've got to get through all of this and, and find a cure for ALS as well, which we will. Just can't give up. You just can never give up. Well, you're you're passionately involved in several charitable causes that you've named already, but how do you make decisions about where to spend your time and your talent and your resources? Well, you know, there's a saying that if you want something done, ask the busiest person you know, and mm-hmm. I guess that works for me. I, I don't know how sometimes I do it. Um, but I, sometimes I know I, 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 tr- I try to say yes to everything because I don't want to, you know, not be able to help someone and, do something, and so I, I, I really try. I try to do, do my best, and but then again, I don't. You know, if if I can't, it's like with flying and 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 being on the show. Uh, as long as I can do them both equally well, then I will continue to do that because you mm-hmm. you can't let anything suffer. You have to try to do your very best and do the best you can. And that's that's all you can do. Yeah. How have you managed over the past year and a half, you know, transitioning from probably running around all the time to more, you know, online? And yeah, well, that's been difficult. I'm not a mm-hmm. fan of Zoom. I'll be totally mm-hmm. blunt and honest about it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I've been on so many Zoom things. And then as far as auditions go, it's all like self-tapes and all that kind of thing. And, uh, you know... Uh, I will tell this to anybody. I'm not a fan of it, and I can't wait till hopefully someday uh, that we're back in person because it, yeah. they're difficult. I don't think they're as good, and I don't think you can really. 
find out what someone really wants, or you can really see that. Well, how can mm-hmm. you? How can you mm-hmm. see that through a computer screen? And it, it's just uh, difficult. But then again, if that's the way we have to do it and to get things done, then that's what we do. So when you say self-tape, as opposed to walking into a room for an audition, and you right, just actually exactly. see people face-to-face. and mm-hmm. Exactly, because before they would call you in. You go in, the casting director's there, you know, you do it, and um, they go, okay, great, thank you. Or they'll say, okay, great, but try it this way. And, and all that, you know, maybe they see something they really like, but they want to see it a different way. Or maybe they want to see if you can take direction, and so they give you a different you know, instruction. All those mm-hmm. things really suffer through this, wow. I feel. Um, well, I hope hope we get to go back to uh, yeah. Yeah. our old well, life. We will soon. eventually. <laughs> um, back to the business of show business. Um, you've held several board positions uh, during your career um, with the Screen Actors Guild, um, the Television Academy, um, what do you feel like you brought to those experiences, and what did you take away from them? Well, I was governor for four years of the Television Academy, and um, I've been on both board, well, AFTRA before they were merged for years, and then SAG after I've been on there for years. And uh, there's, it, it's just, there's so much, like the, the unions are doing a whole lot to keep everybody safe now mm-hmm. um they have all these protocols uh that we go through you know to make sure that the sets are are safe and that people can work and and i'm so proud of our show because they've done everything so well we once we came back which we were one of the first ones back like uh you know a year ago july and you know we've remained we haven't had to shut down we they're really really careful and and i feel very safe when i go to work and so I appreciate all that. But the union, you know, takes care of that and makes sure that you're that you're you're safe and uh, mm-hmm. that things are being done right. And and so they provide a great service. And uh, and I'm I'm it it's you know I remember the day I got into SAG and that was a that was a huge day. I mean we celebrated because it wasn't easy. You know, because it's like a catch-22. Well, you can't be in SAG unless um, you do a union, you know, show, and you can't do a union show unless you're in SAG. You know, it's one of those. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, but. Uh, that's, that's quite a high hurdle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it's okay, you know. it uh, Things work out. It's how they're supposed to be. It's something that, you know, I've had to learn along the way, too. Like, I'll, you know. Uh, say to myself, okay, why isn't this happening? Why did I not get a certain thing or what? And you mm-hmm. just have to say, okay. I, I say to myself now, it's just not supposed to happen right now. Uh, there's things going on in the universe that you maybe just don't know how they're working out. You just have to be uh, patient, with, which I am really bad at. <laughs> I'm bad oh. at being <laughs> patient. You know, I want things to happen you know, I want them to be good. I want them to happen right now. And um, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. So, well, know. Kate, what about um, have more opportunities with the streaming services? I'm thinking, you know, with the 
popularity of Netflix and, and Amazon Prime and all the networks going to streaming and uh, has that presented more opportunities for, well, you, I mean, for you know be, actors in general? Well, there are more opportunities, and like I said, you know, there's more, and more people are actually able to audition because let's say you're, let's say you're in New York and you, uh, but this show is in L.A., but you could self-tape and send in the audition, which before mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to do that. So yes, there are pros and cons to this whole thing. I mean, there are definite more opportunities and um you know we'll we'll see how that you know all opens up and how it goes and then of course that that provides or what happens is there's more things that you have to worry about is like what do you do i mean what do the con and there's what do the contracts do i mean how do they have to change because of of streaming and all that kind of stuff it just you know, one thing falls into another. It's just like the whole tower, you know, either you build it or else it falls down, you know. Mm-hmm. You just, uh, one step goes into the next step. And that's what and that's always what changing. Always. Like. But you know what, mm-hmm. Eileen, it's just like real life. I mean, you really, do, you really don't know what's going to happen when you wake up that day. You think you know how your day's going to go. You might have a plan and everything and wake up and go, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. It's all planned. But you really don't know because something changes and then everything changes. So, Well, you've been such a motivator for so many people, no matter what their profession um, or non-profession. Um, we are wrapping up our show. We are going to look for your Sunday messages on Facebook. Okay. Um, yeah, it's actually you, well, yeah, it's on Facebook too. The best way to do, I mean, it's on Instagram and it goes into my Facebook oh, as well. Okay. Yeah, but which, uh, but all of my, if you go to uh, www.katelinder.com, it's all right there. You can just click on my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all right, so it's really easy to to get on there that way. So, katelinder.com. Yeah. Linder is L-I-N-D-E-R, for those of you who don't know. Uh, There's also a link on the radio page where you're listening. And that is our show for today. Thank you so much, Kate, for being our leading lady. Uh, Eileen, I so enjoyed it anytime. I loved it, you know, anytime. Thank you, and congratulations on 39 years. We'll be watching Young and the Restless. Okay, great. That's so good, yeah. Great. And I want to give a special thanks to all our listeners, both in the United States and around the world. We are an international show. We'll We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio Show, Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. And remember, your reputation is our business. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.